Hello, hello. All right, I'm gonna see if I can share. Sometimes I can, I don't, oh, and I've got, <laughs> I've got these hiccups. So you might hear some hiccups coming through. Just ate some delicious food. So I haven't gone live <laughs> in uh, Magical Mothering uh, in quite some time. And I was hoping I was gonna be able to share, but it's not seeming to let me. So uh, Spring Equinox virtual gathering. Today is really a day of renewal, a day of rebirthing, a day of fresh starts with spring well on its way. It's a perfect time to really create space for new adventures, new ways of being, new aspects. And so um, let me see if I can, I don't know why it's not letting me share this. That seems very interesting. Maybe I can do it. Oh, you know what? I can do this. I'm gonna do this one live on Facebook. Okay. Um, here we go. Continue. All right, thanks. Just getting this started. There we go. Now that's live. Got it. And I just want to, railing my closed captions are working. I would have to start it over again. All right. Hello, Facebook. Hello, world. Hello, friends and magical people. I am so excited to be here today because it just feels like a it does. It feels like a fresh start. Um, I've been having a lot of conversations with dear friends, um, past clients that I've worked with for maybe even like three, four, five, six years ago. I'm, I'm having a lot of conversations and I'm seeing how much transformation has happened in people's lives since they started working with me or did work with me. And I'm really excited to begin again, a fresh start. Magical mothering is taking on a little bit of a shift and that feels very exciting. Um, magical mothering is really going to be about, um, really going to be about creating a new foundation. And when I look at these aspects of what is a new foundation, there is something really neat happening because a new foundation for me, I've done a ton of work with neuro-linguistic programming, a ton of things with reprogramming our brain and patterns, energy work, chakra work, and with each chakra really creating a new foundation for that chakra and activating it. And it's been so interesting 
going through this process and realizing that magical mothering is really about tuning into the great mother. Uh, I called her the magical mother for a long time. And the great mother um, in, in uh, Roman, it's the magna mater, um, magna mater and um, pachumama, um, all around the world, there is this great mother. Uh, mother Mary is something that is known by a lot of people. And the great mother and goddess culture is really about honoring life. And so how fantastic to have this spring equinox really be about life honoring and honoring our own life. And in what ways do we need to honor our own life? In what ways do we really need to... Um, creating oh, a new sorry, foundation. Sorry, And there we go. Um, in what ways do we need to see what is no longer working for us? What is no longer working for us in our lives. I think it's really important for us to realize that at spring equinox, things like spring cleaning naturally come about. We naturally want to get out with the old and in with the new. We naturally want to shed our skin just as the serpents are doing. Hello, Lindsay. Glad you're here. Um, and so as we're really allowing for this spring energy to come through us, I think it's important to look at equally what is no longer serving us. And so as we're doing this today, I'd like to talk a little bit about what rebirthing, renewal, fresh starts are happening. And for us to kind of gather what these are, and then for us to look a little bit deeper of if we are going to have a fresh start, if we are going to have a rebirthing, if we are going to have a renewal, what is the foundation? What belief systems, what limiting beliefs, what programs, what culture, what stipulations are we building this foundation on? Because I think that's really important. If we do neuro, like for seven years, I did neuro-linguistic programming and just kept building upon this cultural aspect of living in a culture where wealth and greed and um, consumerism and capitalism are above all things. And the life honoring values that I hold dear are not a part of that foundation. So how can I shift to create a, a renewal and a rebirthing to honor this, this, these values that I would like to share? So um, Lindsay's here with me in the Zoom. If you would like to join in on the Zoom call and that way we can uh, inter exchange if you're on Facebook and you wanna hop over to the Zoom, um, I do have the link in the Magical Mothering Facebook group called Healing with the Magical Mother. So you can click that link and join in over here. So 
uh, Lindsay, at any time, if you want to uh, share any thoughts or uh, aspects, chime in as usual. Okay, so no, no pushing. Just let this is your space too. So I've been on a crazy journey, uh, really trying to, um, and trying is a good word because I've been trying to unravel what really didn't make sense to me. Um, and I finally just started getting really curious and asking a ton of questions. And if you know, if you ask questions, you will receive. And it was like, I was almost trying to tell my higher self what the answers were for the past long time. Like, does anybody else do that besides me where I'm like, I'm going to tell you what's going on instead of asking the questions to like get more knowledge. <laughs> so it seems silly and it seems like, of course, we should be asking questions, right? But things really shifted when I started asking questions and just ask, you know, asking what is my foundation built on? And as I move forward with magical mothering, I know that there's more that needs to happen. I know that I really need to step out of my comfort zone and share things that are really, you know, uh, uncomfortable because of the society we live in. And I finally had to just go, you know what? I'm okay with being and saying things that are uncomfortable. I know Lindsay's okay with saying things that are uncomfortable as well, because she's, she, she's good at that. <laughs> right? So sometimes we say things that are uncomfortable, almost to a fault where we're like, oh, everybody's now seeing me like I'm an alien. <laughs> You know, so, and that's okay. If you get the alien look sometimes, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. You're amongst the right people. So um, I just want to check in with Facebook and make sure that there's no comments over here. Oh, hello, Sandy. Uh, welcome, welcome. There is a link if you'd like to join in on Zoom if you want. Hey, Kat. Um, yes. So, what is it, I guess this question comes up then for me, what is it that you would like to either rebirth, have a renewal, or a fresh start with in your life? And when we're looking at those, we can kind of go through the aspects of, I like to kind of go through, okay, do I need a renewal or a fresh start or a rebirthing? with myself as a human, right? Let's just look at ourselves as human beings. Do I really, do I fundamentally, am I in alignment with who and what I am and what I'm putting out into the world? And that's really in every aspect, right? I share in the Magical Mothering Method, which I'm gonna be revamping totally, um, I share like the marketing aspect and marketing is really how we portray ourselves to the world, but that's such a, a patriarchal, uh, aspect, right? Hello, Heather. I miss your face. Uh, hello, Kelly Sue. Hello. Hello. And you guys are welcome to join in on the zoom link if you'd like. Um, so 
as we go through, let's just look at ourselves. Are, am I in alignment? Another question. And if you just want to write these questions down, it's sometimes just great to ask them over the course of a week or over the course of a month or over the course of a six week season and to really see what comes up. Am I in alignment with who I am as a human being? Or am I making myself out to be something I'm not? Am I making myself out to be the villain, right? We do this all the time. I'm not good enough. I'm blah, 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 right? We tell stories about ourselves. Are we telling stories about ourselves that are no longer serving us? And that's where a rebirthing of telling a new story, of having the story be birthed anew. So what is the story that you're telling about yourself right now? These are, these are great questions to implement during spring equinox because everything is balanced. We have clarity right now at this time of year and then at autumn equinox as well. So we get two times of year where we have this balance, where we have equal night and equal day. They're pulling on us equally. And so we can really find a balance of how to, um, I don't know. Oh, there's, okay. Uh, we can find a balance of how to bring in new clarity, fresh insights, new ways of being. Because sometimes if we bring these aspects in during like winter solstice, it can be really extreme, right? We almost go within and then it's hard to pull ourselves back out when we do this during winter solstice. And if we do this during summer solstice, like in midsummer, we go through and have a big shift in a transformation. It can be extreme in the other way where it's just out, 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 and there's no going within. So with spring equinox, it's a perfect time to ask about whether you're in alignment. So let's just tap in. Let's take a deep breath. Get your feet on the floor if, or sit comfortably and really feel your sit bones. Take a breath. Be present. And we're just going to take a nice deep breath in. Ready? Deep breath in. Hold for just a moment. And release. Fully, 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 fully. Breathe out a little bit more, even if you don't think there's anything left. What is alignment for you? And if, if your programs and your belief systems are on a foundation that is no longer serving you like mine were, I am now realizing that I am ushering in a foundation of what I call goddess culture. This is really about life honoring decisions. And so if that resonates with you, another thing that just kind of goes along with goddess culture 
is nature is our nature. When nature is our nature, we make decisions to be in nature and we have an ability to really respond to our nature rather than our nurture. And if you have any questions about this, or if this is kind of piquing an interest in you, I'd love to hear uh, mm -hmm. those aspects. And so when we allow for our nature to lead, and this, if you've done work with me, quite a few of you on Facebook and on Zoom have done work with me, so you know that I really focus on our inner child. And so when we tap into our inner child, we are tapping into our nature. This is our pre-seven-year-old self. And some people have such strong nurturing that they cannot even remember their nature, either because of trauma that they experienced as a child or they cannot remember their nature because of the programming and the severe and strict programming that they had as a child. But through this process, through this life honoring foundation, finding our nature. So what is our nature? And are we in alignment to our nature right now? So for me, I can share a little bit. And if somebody would like to put in the comments or anything like that, I'd love to hear your thoughts. For me, I realized I'm unraveling my nature all the time. There's, there's an unraveling that is happening, especially again, and I love spring equinox for this because I birthed my business. It's it like really close to spring equinox seven years ago. And so there is like this, there's this unraveling, there's this fresh start energy, there's this renewal happening. And as I'm looking at, if you've ever studied Rudolf Steiner or know of him or have heard of the seven year cycles, often our life goes in these seven year cycles. And so I just find it really incredible that at the seven year anniversary of Magical Mothering, a fresh start is happening and this renewal is happening. And I'm, and I think it's because I'm grounded in nature now. I, I have 22 acres and being grounded in the earth and on the earth and getting to know the plants that are coming up every day and seeing the same trees and now they have buds on them. There is something really healing to that because uh, I haven't had that in the past four years traveling full time. So I am now seeing that a lot of the programs that I have taught in the past, all of the 30 day I am statements, all of those things were based on a foundation that were not in alignment with my core beliefs. And it's like, what? <laughs> all that work, then all that stuff. And I have to like go back through it. So a rebirthing is not, you know, birthing pains are not, or birthing experiences, they can be orgasmic, right? Or they can be painful, but they're always in, once the baby is born, you forget about all of that, right? Once the baby is in your arms, you just see the baby and all is well. But right now I'm, I'm going through these, these 
kind of transitions of going, it's kind of uncomfortable. I don't know how much I want to put out there. But as we rebirth, renew, and have fresh starts, and this could be anything. So I, for me, my business is very much tied to my own personal development. So mine are kind of intrinsically tied together. If you need a fresh start in your relationships, if you're realizing that maybe your relationships are built on a foundation that is really no longer serving you, uh, this, this can be something that is really profound. And then you say, you know, and then it's like, well, I need to sh shatter the old foundation so that I can rebuild. Or are you just going to build on top of that, you know, and have like what they do in all of these cities, you know, have you seen where they excavate and there's like all these buildings below <laughs> this new building and you're like, whoa, there is so much here, you know, so you get to do whatever you want. You can, you can build right on top and have this crazy stuff underneath that's hidden below, which is cool because you can always go down and excavate it and see how far you've come. Or you can just kind of like jackhammer it all and rebuild fresh. There's no right way. These are just two examples that are coming through my head right now. And so health. Did your health need a fresh start? Does your health need a rebirthing? Does the foundation that you build your ideas or belief systems on health, are they serving you? Yes, no. Are they in alignment, right? Spring is an incredible time to really come through that. I highly suggest, and I'm going to be doing a 30 uh, moon date, 30 days of moon magic starting on April 1st. And we're, I'm just going to do a Facebook live uh, each day and share a plant for the day and do some fun things. So um, if you feel like kind of getting into more of this, of this renewal, fresh start, um, I'm going to start, start just sharing a little bit more of my own personal journey of my own practices, herbal medicines and things like that, which I know, um, a lot of people have been asking about. So as we go through this process, I, the question is, is this in alignment? Keeps coming up. So we've touched on health, we've touched on relationships, on for me, my interpersonal kind of blends in with my business. What other aspects are there? Uh, finances. Whose finances needs a fresh start? Anybody else besides me? Anybody else needs a like, fresh start on finances? I feel like this is such the perfect time to really start looking at our money things. So like our beliefs around money. I've been doing a ton of questions and ponderings around what is money? Why is money directly tied to success? in our culture, like if you have this much money, then you're successful, you know, but 
mental health isn't a question. Alignment isn't a question. Um, relationships are not a question. Ethical practices are not a question. <laughs> All of these life honoring alignments and questions are really fundamental to who and what I am. And so I don't often see people with a lot of money as necessarily being successful in my brain because they're not in alignment. A lot of their practices, a lot of what is happening, corporates, big business, big pharma, uh, Goldman Sachs CEO, I heard just got a, I think it was a $226 million raise. That was his raise by the, like, I, yeah. So <laughs> yet that is seen as success banking to be a banker, right? <laughs> like that's a success in the foundation of our society. And that doesn't, it's not in alignment with me. And I know there's a lot of people who watch my content and are part of my space that that's not necessarily their alignment either. Their alignment is not in uh, polluting mother earth more and creating more devastation and destruct, you know, destruction and uh, the warrior God culture, as I say, which is founded on wealth, greed, taking raping and pillaging and that is at most you know raping and pillaging mother earth and then using the masses as slaves so while that's going down a rabbit hole that's not in alignment with me so what if we shattered the foundational beliefs and limiting structures that we have around money what would that look like? And sometimes even just asking the questions, what foundation is my, are my money beliefs based on? Are they based on working really hard? Is that how you make money? By working really hard. Are my belief system based on, um, you have to be worthy of it? You know what I mean? Like I'm not worth it. There's a lot of worthiness issues that come up with women when they come to charging and things like that. There's aspects of, I wasn't born into it. I don't know what wealth is. Uh, so as we're shifting these types of questions, I truly believe that women and the Dalai Lama is a big proponent of this, of women and the Western woman specifically being the thing that is going to transform the world. And the Dalai Lama just tweeted about this again last week, like, okay, Western woman, wake up. You are not supposed to be in the grind you are the game changers. You're supposed to live in alignment and the rest of the world, it will shatter the foundations of the whole world if the Western world woman lived in alignment. It would, it would change everything. So as the Dalai Lama is a big proponent of, if women gained ownership and ask the questions 
of what is in alignment with me. A rebirthing would absolutely happen. If millions of women all over the country and the world in the Western world who have access to social media to influence 20, 30, 100 of their friends who influenced 100 of their friends who influenced 100 of their friends, change would happen very quickly. I really do believe if women said, I'm no longer interested in sexism, I'm no longer interested in the structure it is right now. But what I am interested in, in treating people like humans, because I think we can all agree that a life honoring culture automatically raises the aspect of if all life matters, and that's an odd way of saying that statement because there's another statement very close to that, but if humans were to see each other as humans, I think a lot of the foundations would shatter. Because when I meet somebody as a human being to another human being, there's a connection there. And not necessarily do politics come into it, do religion come into it. It's just a, a human in front of me. And so why is it that everything outside of a human connection has these labels? And I think that's a big part of, it goes against our nature. Nature is our nature. When you see nature and living in Missouri, you can see it so clearly that there's this beautiful big tree that is growing and all around it are 40 to 50 different varieties of plants. And while the tree is dormant right now, all the greens are popping up. It's their time to shine. And after the tree will start getting its leaves, they'll stop getting the sunshine, they'll go dormant, they'll put their seed in the ground. New plants will come up that don't mind the shade so much. And it's this beautiful thing. And if nature can have, you know, nature doesn't monocrop, right? Like there's no mono, look at a monocrop field and how much they have to do to keep the diversity out of it, the chemicals, with the herbicides, with the pesticides. Like there's so much work that goes into making monocropping a possibility that is not actually not even, it doesn't really work even fully. Like there's still these plants that are on the edges of the entire monocrop, like the bindweeds and all of these things that try to infiltrate because we're not meant to be a monoculture. We're meant to shine our lights in a way that each of us shine our lights and share those lights with everybody around us. That it's so natural. I was just talking with a friend of mine who was thinking about doing some, a new business venture. And as I was talking with her, I'm like, oh man, that sounds so great. You know, I could even use your service and da da da. And by the end of the call, it was like, wait a second, why aren't you doing what just comes so naturally to you and go in this direction? And it was such an aha because I think so often we feel like we have to work for money, right? That's like a fundamental belief. I need to work 
so that I can make money. But what comes so naturally and effortlessly to us oftentimes is the last thing that's looked and everybody else is going, well, of course, that's what you do naturally, you dummy. You know what I mean? But then we're, when we are looking at it from the inside out, it might be not as known to us. So again, it goes back to that fundamental question. What is my foundation? And what is alignment? So I'm just going to see. There's a few people on the Facebook. If you want to say hello, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, Lindsay, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. So you're good. Yeah. Uh, so I would like to, it's spring equinox. I think I'm going to uh, close. I posted a video on TikTok earlier, but I'd like to share something that fundamentally transformed my, my thought processes. And today, spring equinox, in Germany, in the Germanic tradition, so not Germany as it was, but the Germanic tradition as it was let's say three to 5,000 years ago, okay? When there was very much a pagan culture, uh, their goddess, Eostre, sound familiar? Their goddess, Eostre, was the goddess of spring equinox, the goddess of renewal, of rebirthing, of fresh starts. Well, she goes on a beautiful walk on spring equinox and is waking up all the creatures, you know, pushing away all the snow and the ice. And she finds this little bird. She finds this little bird who is half frozen to death and she breathes her breath of life into this little bird. And the bird comes back to life, but its wing was so frozen that it was damaged and it was never going to be able to fly. And in her compassion and kindness knew that a bird with a broken wing is not going to survive in nature, right? Because if nature's our nature, that's just, it was not going to survive. So she decided to change this little bird into a bunny. And she transforms this bird into a bunny. And this little bunny, she is so happy that she immediately tops off to go find the goddess Eostre, or in English, the goddess Easter, a present. So off this bunny hops and Eostre or Easter is sitting on her throne, you know, of a stump. You know, her stump is, is her throne because she's the goddess of spring and all the moss is growing up her just like in gratitude and all the vines are growing on her in gratitude and giving her flowers and the birds are dropping seeds to her and the squirrels are bringing little gifts and all of the woodlands are happy. And the little Easter bunny hops up and had found a robin's egg and knew that it was not able to lay eggs that spring because it had no more body as a bird. So it gave 
goddess Easter or Yastre, this gift of a robin's egg. And she found it so delightful and brought her so much joy. She gave the Easter bunny the job of bringing colored eggs to the children every year for spring equinox, which is how the story of the Easter bunny came about. So if you've ever been wondering, why in the world does the Easter bunny leave eggs for us? There you have it. It is a story that is thousands of years old and that has now been brought into a warrior god culture and it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. When you see it from the lens of a goddess culture, it makes perfect sense as to why there would be a bunny that lays eggs. <laughs> I found it so incredible that when I read that story for the first time, I went, wow, my body actually leaned into that story as truth, as something that made sense as something that is life honoring. Of course, the goddess would have compassion to not just bring back to life this thing and then to leave it to die because it couldn't fly, but to transform it. And just like with us, what parts of us are that bird with the, the broken wing? Because I really feel like Easter and not the Easter that they've said is Easter, but the original context of Easter is a time of transformation. If you need support sharing your voice, your vision, your talents, your attributes, your joy, if you need support to become transformed into something that can do that effortlessly, this is the perfect season to do so. And if you don't feel comfortable, I don't feel that the goddesses want us to worship them. We're not these obedient children in the goddess culture. We are responsible for our own choices, our own actions. We take full responsibility and are self-aware in the goddess culture because we honor life, including our own. So we make responsible choices that are life honoring for ourselves, others, and Mother Earth. That's gonna take some time, right? We've, we've been brainwashed in this warrior God culture that wealth and greed and capitalism and consumerism and, and money is the most important. Wow, what a, what a different foundation those two are. So, while I'm shifting into a new foundation, I think this time from spring equinox until the first day of summer, which is May Day, there's a really powerful and potent time of rebirthing that is possible. And even transformation, if that is a magical word that sits well with you. So if there's things that really are coming in question, if finances or relationships or your business or um, your health, if these things are, um, or your belief systems, right? If these things are causing some dissonance, 
and they're going, what is going on? Like, I, I know that the energies, you know, if you know energies and you know all these things, you're like, what is, what's given, right? Ask some questions. Ask questions, get really, really curious. What is possible? How can it get better than this? Rather than cursing the world around you, when things don't go our way, how can it get better than this? Is there a transformation waiting for me? And if so, what actions do I need to take to get there? Remember, because the goddess culture is about us being responsible for our own choices, not waiting to hear, you know, and <laughs> have it fall from the sky. If we go for a walk every day, we might find the, the answer that way. If we're sharing our love of what we enjoy doing, we'll most likely find it that way. So this is going to be an ongoing topic, and I would love for uh, to have you join in the 30 days of moon magic that's happening. And the 30 days of moon magic is really about, again, connecting with the moon, that feminine energy of the moon, knowing that the feminine affects us so radically, especially women, our cycles, our hormones, our emotions are so tied into the moon. And so we're really going to be every day looking at what the moon cycle is, what aspects or kind of um, what presence, what impact that can have on us, creating more awareness around that. And then we're also going to look at our, our own limiting or our own belief systems. Maybe they're not limiting at all, but we're going to look at our own belief systems and connect those with more of a goddess culture aspect, along with reprogramming and all of that other good stuff that I just can't help but share. So. Uh, reach out, connect with me. Please feel free to message me, text or um, through Messenger, and just let me know where you are at. Uh, if you got an email invite to this, you can respond to that email. But I really would love for this to be a gathering of women. I'm really eager and excited to have more of a connection with the women that are in my circle. Um, so if you have ideas of how to do that more virtually, if you have ideas of how to do that in different ways, I'm definitely eager to hear um, your thoughts and what your rebirthing, renewing, or fresh starting <laughs> for, this, for this next six weeks of the spring equinox cycle. So thanks for being here. I appreciate everybody being here and I will chat with you all soon.